Please be advised, this series contains harsh language and references to potentially triggering material, including mention of suicide, self-harm, abuse of both drugs and alcohol, and deep discussions on religion. Listener discretion is advised. Hello again, friends. In case you missed it, we are going to do a giveaway for hitting 1,000 total listens, and a second one once we hit 50 followers on Twitter. Our Twitter is at oddtroop, that is O-D-D. T-R-O-U-P-E. I'll be picking winners from Twitter for both giveaways, and the details will be posted there very soon. As a reminder, if you know anyone else who might like our little show, please share it or leave a review, or both. These seemingly small actions impact the growth of any podcast immensely. Last time on Oblico del Diablo, we all gathered together at the sanctuary for some downtime. Val made tea, Oliver crafted a nightmare, Vincent sang along, Murph made a sandcastle, and Jamie accepted reality. We all caught sight of Orpheal in the process of being arrested for a double, triple, maybe quadruple murder, and the reality of the weight of our actions with Mammon settled firmly on at least one set of shoulders. Welcome to Umbligo del Diablo, a 5th edition mage game about a little town in the middle of nowhere, slowly dying in the California sun, and our five intrepid adventurers who have subjected themselves to, to hell and low water uh, to try and save themselves or save something of themselves in this spot at the end of the road. We will now introduce all of, uh, all of our fine characters. First, James. Who are you and who do you play? My name is James, and I play Oliver Halderson. He a uh, con man at the end of his rope. Okay. Ginger, who are you? Uh, I am Ginger. I am playing Murph, your bestest friend and producer of Perfect Pancakes. Okay. Matt. I'm Matt. I'm playing Jamie. If this was a movie, she'd be the scientist who's warning everybody all along that the end's coming or something's horribly wrong and whatever the thing is in the movie, and nobody listens to, and then everybody dies. And uh, she's trying to make friends out here in this big, scary world. Okay. Uh, By yelling, the end is coming. (laughs) Sam. Hello, I am Sam. I play Val Hernandez, the mad scientist with an emphasis on mad. Dan. I'm Dan, playing Vincent. Former tough or several dubious organizations trying to do his best. Excellent. Let's first take a look at XP. Does anyone want to spend any XP? I want to spend so much. Great. Do you have it? I do. Yeah, nearly 30. I have 28. And what are you going to do with it? It is my plan currently to drop 25 of it into dexterity. Okay. And uh, yeah, one of the world's (laughs) fastest men. I should be better at shooting than anybody who doesn't have supernatural aid to do it. Yes. In fact, soon you may actually have supernatural aid to do it, so you'll be better than them too. My gun can currently hit anything, but it's not better at shooting than than I normally am. But fortunately, I'm as good at shooting as any non-supernatural being who has ever lived. 
All right. And I, I presume that you're going to save those last three? I'll hold on to those until further notice. And right. potentially pump them into magics. Okay. And then, Val, do you want to spend the XP? Yes, I am getting a one in five. And here's my narrative explanation for it. You have a truck? Well, yeah, okay. But also, like, why didn't she have any drive before? I'm saying it's because she the truck was a shit truck and she had to learn bad habits just to get that truck to run. But after Eaton fixed it, right? Uh, okay. So now she has to drive like normal. So she has to unlearn those bad habits and learn how to drive like a normal person. Okay. No more trying to uh, wedge your foot onto that loose piece of metal in order to uh, hold the clutch in place while you're trying to change gears. Exactly. Okay. Just drive. I okay. keep spending all of my XP. That's fine. Jamie? Uh, yeah, I'm going to get a third dot in academics because I've been trying to learn some ancient languages, working on my Aramaic. All right. Excellent. And pick up Aramaic as a language. Yay. That is 9 XP. Okay. And James. Anything wrong? Uh, Oliver's not going to learn any new skills, I think, this time. I've okay. only got 10 XP, and I'm not sure what I want. Uh, yes, I'm going to dump so many XP and get Entropy 4. Entropy 4. That will be 20 XPs. Correct. And do you know what ability you're taking? Protect from harm. All right. Per just the wording on the thing, the target's body is protected from harm due to misfortune. Any damage that would be caused by anything other than direct intentional attacks is reduced. Excellent. Uh, also, real quick, out of fairness uh, and honesty, I believe at some point I should have lost some um, allies based on the fact that we lost 13. You did not lose 13. Oh. 13 is just not near. You will have to find out what happened to 13. In fact, you if you ever do come across 13, uh, 13 again and he knows what you guys did for him, he might be ever much more the, uh, more the ally. We threw an angel in prison for you. Yeah, fuck those guys. Yeah, no big. <laughs> Next is going to be backgrounds and then rituals. Cool. All right, James. Uh, no backgrounds, but I do have a ritual in mind. Okay, Jamie? I don't know if Val already has synced for the lab or not. I presume that your work wish to be have, have been uh, working on that in the background. What's the sanctum rating of it? I only have one in it so far. If you wish to sp uh, to expand your effort to raise that sanctum uh, that sanctum to two, Matt, you could. Okay. All right. A rating two sanctum. And Val? I think something that she probably should have had for a while, but uh, just in case the Reno trip happens in this particular session, mm -hmm. uh, I'd like to argue for a one in contact specifically for. Uh, other wildlife rescues and sanctuaries in the Southern California area, and maybe like Southern Nevada, Arizona, near the border. Hmm. I, I think there's a background called Network. Uh, actually, it would what it would be is is influence animal sanctuaries. Okay, I'd, I'd be uh, fine with that. Did anything happen in game to to make this seem worthwhile? Make it feel earned? Is the question. I think that you're going to need to do some more animal rescuing. That's true. None of that has fucking come up in the game so far. Yes. So rescue some animals or something, and and then 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 I'm down for it. You you've mainly okay. been tormenting immortals more than rescuing animals. Eh, tormenting. You know. I mean, are they really living creatures? See, that that's that's the rub there. I mean, I. They're alive. 
a eh. are, are they you, though are, are they you, actually their alive? sentience or their life and is it okay to harm things that have sentience but not life or Alphas, yes you want to make the argument that it's okay to harm things with life but not sentience but the other way around seems a harder sell anyway their brains are an antenna they are not they have no Val argues that they are neither people nor animal, therefore it does not matter. Excellent. Okay. So, no on that one until you do some actual sanctuary work. There's plenty of thing, things that can go, can go wrong in that, and plenty of things that will need your help. Uh, Alright. Then, Vincent. I'm trying to think. As, uh, as stressful as last session was, I'm not sure that there's necessarily enough that's changed about him to alter justification and backgrounds. Well, um, you might have you might have earned a point of enemies. Fair enough. <laughs> oh wait, we're looking for the good ones. Hmm. I mean, you could argue that you have solidified your contact with with Samuel Mammon and have made him into contacts one. <sighs> that's I'm not sure you want that. I mean that's a fair enough point. I don't know. We'll we'll see if that holds up. Um, I, I may not want to take it yet because I think it's also possible that uh, Vincent might end up having to remove that from his sheet anyway. We'll see. I'll have some some role play in upcoming sessions, if not this one, to to see how that goes. Okay. All right. Then for those of you who did not receive a background, uh, rituals, dream communion. Oh, you didn't have it yet. Grab it. No. I, I, I wanted to take it as yes. a, as a yes. thing from last session. Definitely. Okay. And Ginger? Do you want to take a ritual that is uh, morning pancakes? Uh, absolutely. Okay. Morning pancakes. By giving people pancakes and decompressing about some of the more horrifying issues of the preceding day, you can have everyone... Roll a die, and on a success, they restore one sanity damage. Holy shit. Excellent. I love it. Yes, I'm taking it. We should call it together breakfast. Yes. Okay. And Vincent? Is there something that could form from the idea that Vincent feels like no matter what he does, someone's going to get hurt? Is there there something that could uh, stem from that thematically? You have time to? Um, I have access to time, too, but I, I haven't spent the uh, stuff in it yet. After the next session, I probably will. Okay, I have a good one for time, too, once you get it. Okay. I don't have any prime rituals yet. That's true. What about some way that you could make some sort of anti-magic ward? What, what would be a way that your character would protect the group from outside magical influence without believing in magic? Hmm. Well, Vincent kind of believes in magic at this point. He doesn't. Well, I mean, would you like, right? I mean, would he like duct tape the plastic wrap the windows to do something to keep things out for his friends? Or I mean, is there some sort of is there some sort of like normal human action that you could ritualize in that regard to be like an anti magic warding? Uh, Maybe a weird superstition, like give it a once over. Check all the. escape routes, um, look at all the structural weaknesses, stuff like that, case the place. That could work. The exact opposite direction, could it could be uh, obsessively compulsive, compulsively 
envisioning the horrifying deaths of every person that you're with, and that uh, manages to prevent those deaths from actually happening. I mean, suffering to to try and maybe do something that might help someone? Okay, I'm down with that. I mean, you might not, not even realize that it helps, but it's just... Oh, I certainly don't. I don't think that I'm helping anyone right now. Uh, so, your choice, either be the guy that is always over-preparing, or the guy that can't sleep because he is too busy worrying and regretting. Yeah, let's uh, let's go with that second one. I, I don't think I'm crafty enough to be be trying to like. Uh, uh, Vincent's more reactive than anything else, so I think the second one maybe makes more sense. All right, call this one Ward of Regrets. Yikes! When you guys are are in a place of peace and calm and resting, you can extend your defenses against magic to everyone by obsessing about all of the horrible ways that this that everything is going to go wrong and has for them your mistakes and 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 the, the uh and the worst pos- possible outcomes boom thank you fun facts let's do our fun facts oliver oliver has gone abroad once in his life in his uh not his youth, but like in his 30s, to pull some cons in Europe, mostly. And he was very confused because he thought it would be really foreign and he would have trouble with the languages. But he got there and everyone spoke Spanish or English. And uh, (laughs) he was a little bit confused about it. And he went all over England and Spain. Nope, he went to France and (laughs) uh, Italy and into the, the Eastern European countries and down to Greece. And he was like, weird. Okay. Ginger. All right. More fun fact. Um, her first pet was a goldfish that she won from a fair. Her second through tenth pets were also goldfishes that she rescued from the fair. Did she start stealing them? I convinced them. Oh. <laughs> Free goldfish. <laughs> okay. And Val. Okay. So. Val seems like such a hard ass and an asshole and a bitch, but she always baby talks to the animals. And there are only two people who have ever seen this. One, Sheriff Maria Roberts, when she helped Val rest, or she asked Val to help rescue the litter hair kits. I think it's hair. And Jamie, mainly because Jamie lives with Val and has been roped into helping when it's particularly busy. I, I believe the technical term for them is a bun. Um, and you know a, a group of them is a fluffle of buns, but, uh... Hairs are a different thing <laughs> entirely. They are terrifying looking. Anyhow, all right, that's so adorable and unexpected. Vincent. Vincent hate hor- hates horror movies. They scare the shit out of him. <laughs> Excellent. Jamie really, really loves flying planes and one day really, really wants to get a pilot's license. Neat. Does Jamie know how to fly planes, or does she just do it anyway? Yeah, she knows how to fly planes. Three days have passed. It's been a somewhat return to work. But you guys have been curious as to the fate of Orpheal. Uh, Did anybody wish to drop by to check that out? I've got a plan. I'm sure all of us. Mm Mm-hmm. Oliver's been too busy planning his revenge. 
Revenge on whom? Oh, on the, the on planned <laughs> the planned thing that is happening today. Right. That will be happening tomorrow when you guys ship out for it. Okay. Yes. You guys will be leaving today, but it's a it's a long drive to Reno. All right. So no one has been allowed to come in and and talk to the guy for the first couple days because they have a lot of questions to ask him themselves. But on the third dawn since his arrest, anybody who has been requesting to go and see Orfeel is welcome to. Does that apply to any of you? Yes. Okay. I uh, I don't I don't think Vincent would be able to do it, but I think he'd probably um, have uh, done his best to make it clear to Murph before she went in that he really wanted to know. Really wanted to know what specifically? How he's doing. How's, uh, how airtight that case is. How likely it seems he's going to be convicted. I'm pretty curious about that myself. Um, just a thought. Do you think it would, I should maybe try to pry Oliver out of his, whatever he's doing, um, just in case, because I'm not a, not a good liar. <laughs> Oliver, <laughs> Oliver's been playing cards with people in the town and like either like maliciously destroying them or trying to like sharp, uh, card sharp them. Trying, trying to, uh, to. He's been, he's been honing his craft. Okay, give me a a roll. Uh, that is dexterity plus. Actually, it's wits plus streetwise. Or wits plus subterfuge, whichever is better. See how, in general, how you've been doing it all that. Bye. <laughs> yep, he's been doing very poorly. Somehow, you've both been losing, and people suspect you of cheating. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> like I, re- I really cleaned out like three people, but <laughs> mostly have been losing. People think that you are so bad that you have to cheat, but still lose anyway. So you've been getting a, getting a, a a reputation as as just the worst card player ever, and still untrustworthy. Hey, did you have any paradox going? Oh, that's... I do have one. One? Okay, take a damage. Ah, boo. <laughs> what if I had two? Can I still have two? Because this happened before this. Oh, like, in the in the downtime before the session happened. A good point. Okay, take two damage and lose a paradox. Wait, oh, wait, it's, it's, it's a botch. Oh, it, it's, that's a botch. A... I oh. want a paradox flaw. <laughs> Elf. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm down to that. All right. Your paradox flaw is... Ooh, I have a suggestion. Uh, crippling tell. That's uh, what I was thinking. Basically, every time I lie, it is so, uh, like, just a thing that's super obvious. Like, I just have I have to wink at people when I lie. <laughs> No, 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 no. I'm thinking the opposite. People don't believe you when you tell the truth. Oh, I have Cassandra Truth now? Uh... <laughs> like, if if you lie, people might believe it. But when you tell the truth, people think, people just assume that you're lying. Like, you Fun. Get, That's you get, so Oliver. You get minus four dice to any subterfuge check when the thing that you are saying is something you believe to be true. Awesome. The other one would make it so that Oliver can't Oliver anymore. Oh no, he can't do that. This one makes it so that Oliver has to Oliver harder. Ah. 
Uh, so, so yeah, guys, Oliver seemed extra shifty this last couple days. Val is not surprised. He could tell you that the sun rising, and you'd be like, "What do you really mean by that? This this must be some sort of false dawn. Perhaps uh, we're we're in a simulation or a dream." Has Oliver invaded my dreams again? <laughs> or were you going to go go and ask uh, Oliver to come to come and assist you with this uh, with this bit that you're talking to Orfield? Sure was. Okay. So, Oliver. Uh, uh yes. I could probably use your skill set. I don't know more if I'm 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 on a terrible ride right now. I've not won a game in two days. Well, that's, that's just yeah, it's just because you aren't uh, you aren't believing in yourself hard enough. Mm, well, fine, gentlemen. I fold. <laughs> <laughs> One of them says, wait, what do you got? You playing us? I've got a full house, but my Murph needs me. Just like <laughs> sarc- sarcastically. <laughs> they kind of nod and says, eh, dollar game anyway. And one guy shows his three of a kind and takes the pot. Yeah, I, I get out of there. <laughs> okay. And you guys head over to the jail cell? Uh, indeed, I think Jamie wanted to come with. I was, I was. Okay. Valerie coming? No, dude's draw. <laughs> no, Val. Just to, to Val's idea is we needed. So I'm assuming that this was somebody we needed to cover for thirteen. She doesn't really give a shit about thirteen all that much. Doesn't quite like him. Hates this guy more. So <laughs> uh, she's, you know, she might end up fighting God. So the fewer angels that end up in her, uh, in her way, the better. Uh, I'm just I'd- saying. I- I feel bad for this guy. <laughs> and at a five point enemy, God Almighty. Uh, exactly. <laughs> and all of his angels. Um, okay, so the kingdom of heaven. You guys approach approach the jailhouse, and from the ground level, you can hear a long notes on a harmonica uh, singing the sad jail song, and. As you get in, Joe Roberts is pacing up and down, looking incredibly annoyed. You've been playing that damn tune for three days. Just... I was about to say you were a philistine, but I assume if you've been really playing this tune, the same one, for three days? Sometimes it changes up a bit, but it keeps on coming back to this one. I gotta say, it's unnerving. You want to take a break? Let the deputy take over for a minute? I don't see how that could go wrong. All right. <laughs> huh? Follow me, lady and gentlemen. I'm going to go and uh, help Marie out. And he gets his hat and sa- says, Oh, I'm uh, going to take the uh, cell keys, w- keys with me, though. So you, uh, you send somebody down to holler if he should happen to need anything. Sure thing, officer. He grabs his keys and walks out. And there is a stairway right next to the evidence room that leads up to the little cell on, on the roof. I would like to try to pin, like, dredge Oliver's memory for this song to be like, uh, does it make, is it, is it making me feel anything? Oh, you want to listen to the song? Mm-hmm. Uh? As, as, a, as a person, I love sad, me. Mo- sad moody, har- har- moody harmonica. 
Give I, uh, me a, I record the song. a resolve insight roll. Oh, I'm actually pretty good at that. Uh, that is six dice. Wow, not rolling great. Uh, two successes. You feel a stab of guilt, like a more or less literal stab of guilt in your stomach. Uh, like oh, oh, I don't, I don't feels get to like a, a heart knife. attack. Where <laughs> I start grabbing my arm and going ah. I mean, wouldn't have to it have to be faked too hard. You literally feel it, and the guilt that you feel is it immediately latches latches on to the the worst thing that you've done recently. Is there something mm. that comes to your mind more than framing an innocent man for murder? Yeah, actually, and I think it's. I think he might actually feel a little bit bad about sort of hijacking friends into a, a place where he has a lot of power. Like, even though he didn't oh. do anything with it. Oh, hijacking his friends into taking them to dream hell? Mm-hmm. And entertaining the thought of keeping them there. Okay. Yeah. The song is the melody of what am I becoming? Fun. Uh, Oliver grabs his arm does like a very classic old man having a heart attack. Take two uh, power damage. And then takes out a, a, a bottle of aspirin that has like a different label on it, hops two in his mouth, and placebos himself. Okay. You still take the two willpower damage, but the but the illusory pain damage goes away. Mm-hmm. Oh. Just this old tick of mine? Of course. Let's shall we go uh Find our angle on this gentleman. Uh, uh, last... uh, hang on, hang on. Are you okay? Are you literally having a heart attack right now? Oh yes. Uh, it's something that co- comes around when you get to be my age. What? What do you mean a heart attack just comes around when you get your age? <laughs> oh, a, a bit of arrhythmia. It happens. <laughs> uh, what? Sit. Like have water or something, Jamie. You're Any right. idea I how to have treat, a, treat a heart attack? Oh my oh, god, no, are you dying? Now. Are you dying right now, Oliver? Just, just, no, I'm fine. Just calm down, it's cool. It'll be okay. Just forgot to take my medication this morning. Your your aunt? Okay. Sure. Sure, you've, that's you've what's happening. You've never seen him take medication before. <laughs> nope. You know, uh, at some point, these lies are gonna be the death of you. He, like, looks straight at you and looks around, like, suspiciously and is like, I don't actually need this medication. Obviously. You definitely need that medication. <laughs> you, 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 Obviously you do, or else you're going to have a heart attack. <laughs> you're right, Murph. Let's have a seat, grab a glass of water, and discuss our angle on this gentleman. Because last I spoke with him, he got right up inside my head. Made me relive... Uh, hold on, let me let me rephrase this. Made me relive the best moments of my life, which was very distracting and made me like him very much. Hmm, it is, it is quite weird when somebody crawls up inside your head, isn't it, Oliver? And I go find water. <laughs> there is a, a big, sweaty glass pitcher on the desk, full of ice. In reality, that sounds, like, delightful, that there's cold water in this hot desert, but, like, the, the description made me gag a little bit. <laughs> you get a cold glass of ice water. Okay, okay, but but in all seriousness, what is our plan here? Because you both know that I am th- the worst liar on the face of the planet and definitely had something to do with why he is here now. So, 
any tips, any tricks? It's okay, Murph. I, I'm an awful liar, too. I plan not to say much and see how he feels about the situation and and see what he plans on doing about the situation and how bad it seems for him. I just want to gain information, not give out information. I think that's our main main play here. Jamie, uh, do you know what he is? Do you I'm get any sure vibes a, off of your I'm radio? I'm pretty sure whatever? he's an angel. Is he like the lizard angels or the creepy uh, murder man angel or the what? What? I don't. What, what know. does angel mean? He's somebody who probably at different points in his life has existed outside of our time and space in a capacity that's not the same as your or my existence. Too oh, many questions. Just like nods. Oh, okay. That makes perfect sense to me. Oh, oh, you were being serious. I'm almost always being serious. Well, I think our angle is for, for Murph to come up and uh, Jamie to lead with some genuine questions as to his state of being. And then if he is uh, cagey, <laughs> chuckles to himself, in any way, we might have to lean on him a little bit, see if we can talk about how the situation might get worse if he were to hide information from us as we are perhaps trying to help him. But also, we're super, super powerful. Well, that's never a part of the question. He'll understand that without any uh, convincing. I would hope so. Look at this batch. We should You're take him some water. You pour him a glass of water? Yeah, we take some water up. Okay. Good uh, call. The narrow stairwell echoes as your feet climb the, uh, the solid stone steps and you come out onto a uh, a little walkway that surrounds uh, that surrounds the cell and he is sitting there on his bed playing his harmonica and he stops says well mm, i have visitors we come bearing water we thought we'd come and see how you were doing. How you were holding up. I am as you see me, and I would love a glass of water. And he he reaches out he reaches out for the water. He says It feels as though you've come to ask some questions. Whatever would give you that impression? Some things man just knows. And I don't see why else you'd be here. So I hope that my answers here will be more useful than those that I was able to give our good sheriff's deputy. Um, yeah, I, I hope so too. Uh, Jamie, take it away. So are they planning on releasing you soon or sending you somewhere else or what, what are they talking about? I believe they plan to hang me. It is uh, what the law should do to uh, a murderers. They are bound for the rope. Under the definite sunburn that I've almost certainly uh, developed in this particular environment, you just see me go pale. <laughs> I didn't think we hung people anymore. I thought it was like cowboy shit. I thought we just sent people to, you know, prisons and such. Haven't you seen the man on the horse outside? They aren't quite so uh, distracted as the city folk. Distracted? What do you mean? They, they handle things in a simple and direct fashion. They have no need to bandy about with the intricacies of the law of man. And here, Maria is the law. Hmm. 
So, would hanging you kill you? He smiles and laughs and says, The rope will kill a man. That's what it's for. You're not a man, are you? I'm what you see before you. Mm. He's That's good. not an answer. Talk like Oliver does. Well, perhaps I can't be too direct on everything. There is a blindness that comes with, with revealing too much. But I can tell you that the more direct answers would leave you no more informed. Well, it's definitely going to inform what I do. I ask him in Aramaic if it would hang him, if, if hanging him would kill him, because otherwise I'd like to spring him. He shrugs his shoulder and says, well, if assistance is really what you're interested in, there is something that I believe you could do. There's a book in my little dresser. If you could go and get that book for me, it, it might be the key to salvation. Sure, we could do that. You got a key to your place, or is it unlocked? He nods and takes off his shoe, <laughs> peels, shoe pocket. peels off the insole and pulls out a key, and he hands it to you. So where is your place? Well, it's the last house on 3rd Street. Given that streets go up to seven here, uh, you shouldn't have too, too much trouble finding it. He points over, over to, the, uh, to the eastern part of town. Can, can I ask you a question? That you may. Uh, well, I guess a second question, because that was a question. Is this book a Bible? He smiles. He says, well, you'll just have to see. Yeah, okay. Um, can, can I ask you another question? You can ask all you like. At least okay, for the next of- half hour or so. Okay. I kind of, like, give Oliver and Jamie, like, sidelong glances, but did did you know my mom? He gets serious for a second, and he says, I have your feeling that your, mo- uh, that your mother was a troubled woman. It's the correct feeling. Look, the troubles that she had were too big for her, and... <laughs> Clearly. Well, she faced the day, each day, with an honest desire for something better and that desire it's not always enough in this life but yeah or else she'd probably still be alive i mean i hate to say she's better off but i can tell you that clinging to the life she had was never going to find her doing any better and i think that she's found peace yeah yeah, I, I feel like she would have been better off going to, you know, a hospital instead of a church. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's the right place for a person. Yeah, okay. Not all churches are built the same. And she would have been better off cleaving to her family than to anyone else. I don't know that I appreciate your tone of voice right there. She said she, said she talked to angels. Mm. And... That they would be able to fix everything for her, but she's dead, so... He says, any angel that said that they could fix everything clearly wasn't an angel. Well, that much is obvious, and I just kind of, like, back away from the cell. I... I do understand your heartache. I've seen some of it in my time as well. But I don't know what it was that was whispering in, in your mother's ear. But I can tell you what it wasn't. Oh. Certainly wasn't any, anyone that had good intentions. 
Yeah, I can tell you what was whispering in her ear, too. It's called dementia. Hmm. Might be so. Anyway, Oliver, I think you had questions. Well, it seems when on a somewhat of a time constraint, would you two like to go grab this gentleman's book while I we discuss things? I can say sure. I'm keeping an eye on him for the show. And I hand him my badge. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Oliver That's gets hilarious. like almost bashful. <laughs> it's like, no, this is yours, of course. You are nice. You're the deputy. By the power vested in me. <laughs> he like pro- he he protests is like deputy deputy can't do this, but he's eventually like oh, thank you and he like does a little bow. Any deputy can make another deputy. That's how it works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as soon as she leaves the room, he pockets it. <laughs> All right, are you guys headed out? Yeah, we're heading out. Okay. Uh, even even Jamie feels like that. That deserves a hug when we get outside, Murph. Poor Murph. That's rough going. All right. All right. Uh, so, a book. The moment they leave, I want to turn to him and say, now I know the tales of a cunning dissembler, which you certainly are. I don't know whether it's by need or inclination, but I would like you to teach me a song because you've been quite invasive with yours in the past. I'd like to know how you do that. It says... Yes, I believe you. I imagine you would enjoy that very much. Somehow you understand what's what's going on when in that people's past, what what's hurting them inside. Why do I understand this? What does it do for you, though? Why why can you help them, or do you just understand and bring that hurt back for no reason? Sometimes I'm here to help. Sometimes I'm just here to watch the pain. Sometimes what people need is someone to see their pain. So they don't have to suffer in darkness. Well, perhaps you should occasionally hold on to that light for yourself. Don't shine it around on things people would prefer left untouched. Or can you even turn it off? Something you're afraid of seeing? I'm not going to shame you for that. Everybody's got things that they're afraid to deal with. But not now than when. How old were your memories? How long you leave them sitting there? When were you planning on digging them back up? They can't. I saw just... through them on occasion. Oh, I ain't never force force anyone to listen, and I always ask if I can play. Maybe next time, you should decline the offer. I'd like to hear you play again till our friends get back. Partially just to hear the music; it's fine and lovely. And the other half is I'd like to go toe-to-toe, see if I can get a look back up that light. What I want to do, Elf, is basically try to invade his mind back and figure out what he is, see his memories. All right. This is a an opposed resolve plus subterfuge roll. You hear Jamie's voice in the back of your head telling you this is a horrible idea. Oh, I know. <laughs> but uh, Oliver's mad. He just was mean to mean to Murph. All right. Am I seeing a Val plus Oliver team up against the fucking a- asshole angel? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Burn it down. Uh, did, did you roll? Uh, resolve plus subterfuge. Resolve plus subterfuge. Oh, I'm good at that. Uh, four successes. 
Oh, son of a gun. Uh, I would like to roll all my willpower. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can, you can only roll... I think you can only spend two of it. You only have two non-successes. You need a couple of tens, a tens to win this one. Bummer. Up to five. <laughs> he starts playing, and you start talking. And the more you start trying to uh, see in, into his past, the more you start seeing into your own. <laughs> Back into all of your mistakes. The, the things that led those people to get hurt. And love. Someone you miss. Who is it that you miss the most? Oliver sees basically driving home in like a old, you know, 1960s car kind of beater. And as he turns the, the onto the street, the house is on fire. And uh, he runs up to it and basically instantly he can see that like the one part of the house that's like completely burnt is where the garage where he was storing his uh, not entirely like safe vacuums okay and uh, he like just stands out front and like neighbors tell him that they don't know where his wife is and they in, in their hearts they, they you know hope that she left but he he sees her car a few things are happening feels like all at once as you're sort of in this dissociative memory state. Uh, one, it seems like it's really hard to stand, and uh, something is making your vision all blurry. Can't quite figure out what that is. Also, you take one aggravated willpower damage. Makes sense. And you regain one sanity. As... Like, permanent sanity? Yes. One oh, wow. permanent sanity. As sort of this this peace comes towards you like as if you feel regret so deeply that you realize that it never could have been your intention for that and that maybe you did in fact love another human being on a level that was as a person not as a thing Good times. Uh, whenever they get back, Oliver is. Oh, oh, wait, 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 weeping. wait, wait. <laughs> Yes, that. Hence the blurred vision. But the first person, to, person to come back, is not, in fact, Murph and Jamie. Son of a bitch. <laughs> it is Joe Roberts that comes up the staircase, finds <laughs> you weeping on the floor. Hey, Joe. How, how you, how's it going? Just crying for this very. This this man is condemned. <laughs> he like, like looks at him and his his jaw sort of drops open. He says, "Where is he?" What? <laughs> you you look behind you, and he is gone. There is no one in the cell. Oh, that son of a bitch! <laughs> 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 There's nothing on the bed but that old harmonica. Oh, I want it so bad, but Oliver's not thinking about that right now. <laughs> Joe says, Oh, shit. You didn't see nothing? He was just playing the harmonica, and then I... I, I don't know. I, I, I was on the floor. Is the door open? No. I don't know how he got out. 
Joe just runs down the stairs. And he doesn't believe me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. He runs, he runs down the stairs. He says, we're going to talk later. I got to <laughs> find him. And he runs down the stairs and gets in his car. Murph, walking in a pall of irritation after your conversation. Smoking. You get to a little house, basically one room, and you find the little dresser with the old Bible in it. I, I knew it would be. Why would it be anything else? Yes. It's a old Bible. It has some uh, dog-eared pages, a few burn marks. It's got a bullet hole halfway through. Beat-up leather cover. Okay, Doug. Hmm. Look around, see if we see anything else interesting. Yeah, I am angry. Is there anything worth stealing in this little shack? <laughs> <laughs> Give me a wits plus larceny roll. See <laughs> anything right. worth stealing. Four successes. Hmm. So, underneath the bed... There is a little box with a very old gold locket in it with some, some gemstones embedded in the top. And there's a little note in the box with it that says, keep it safe for me. Does it look valuable? Yes. Looks Sticking valuable. in a pocket? Do you open it? Sure. There is a picture of an older woman. Well, this is mean what I'm about to do here. I pinch it out. Okay. It crumbles when you do. Uh, oh, by the way, the note is written in, looks like, a woman's handwriting. You toss the old photograph on the floor. And, nope. And, and, nope. Oh, Punch you it. pinched it. Okay. You have burned the picture of some woman's aunt, mother, grandmother, somebody. There it's Jamie while I do so. Okay. I look at Murph bizarrely. We, we have an understanding here? <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. You do you. All right. Yeah. So, take this back to the jail, I guess. You, you get back to find a very sober-looking Oliver. Oh, yeah. I put a lot mm-hmm. of effort putting myself back together. <laughs> what happened? Well, uh, I was giving him the what for... Because of his uh, comments to you, I felt like he was perhaps too harsh. And then he uh, disappeared, leaving only this harmonica. Can I have gotten the harmonica? Yes, actually, it was, it was just within arm's reach. Okay. I've been tootling on it. Every note that you play sort of starts to feel like you're dissociating. Oh, no. I stopped tootling on it. Okay. What, what uh, do you mean he disappeared? Well, I was, again, like I said, giving him the what for, and then uh, we were having a conversation. What does giving him the what for mean? Oh, I was really laying into him. I was telling him that he was a a bad person for uh, really uncovering people's old injuries and just picking at him for no good reason. You were picking at him for no good reason? No, he is picking at old injuries for no good reason. So... he got out his guitar him... or sung you a song? Is that what you're trying to say? He did. He got out this, I like hold it up, this uh, harmonica, started playing, and Oliver stops, looks around, and, and then he punched me in the face. <laughs> 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 and when I came to, he was no longer with us. 
Um, did him punching you in the face make your eyes water? Oh, they did. Uh, I definitely can't. You see how okay, red this is? I, I need to roll to believe this, and you need to roll to lie to me, because my character wants okay. to believe you, I imagine. Well, this Aren't is... Are uh... believing all of his lies because of the thing that happened? No, no, no. You're just not believing his truths. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, I would Damn also it. like to roll on this, please. <laughs> Wits insight? Wits insight. Yeah, I only got two successes. It's not going to be too hard for you. Amazing! Uh... <laughs> oh. If Jamie with her zero insight gets better than this. For those of you keeping track at home, that was seven die, one success. Yes. Excellent. Both of you believe that the angel punched Oliver in the face, but yeah, you might no, suspect that, that, he tracks, had a good, that, that he had a good reason. Wow, you made an angel punch you. That's a uh, <laughs> uh, new level. New level of annoying. It's, it reminds that, me of that's that. Impressive. It reminds me of that scene in Igby goes, it goes down where his therapist slaps him. Um, <laughs> it, it's really a shame. I, I really should have been watching it coming. I took some boxing classes. He does like a weird, like very bad juking around and swish swish with his fists. Perhaps you should uh, should talk to Vincent about that, because um, I'm pretty sure he could show you a thing or two. Oh, I have no doubt. Please add to your character sheet, Harmonica of Painful Memories. Oh, uh, I want to get rid of this. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I gotta give it to Murph at the earliest convenience. Murph, do you play anything? Um, Would you be so inclined to have an uh, angelic momento? I don't know about angelic because i don't necessarily buy that this man was an angel but yeah uh, I'll take it, it was just the nomenclature they were using points to jamie <laughs> yeah no I, I don't know how to play it but i'll learn maybe i can do some good with it i have no doubt that you would anyway uh here's your badge back take good care of it did you use it properly I uh, i don't know if i used it properly because i was uh harassing a person in a jail and they punched me and got away so i think i did the badge rather poorly frankly i mean i mean harassing people in a cell kind of tracks for the badge <laughs> you know what you're right it was the spirit of the badge that really got me ah uh, yes yes quite uh shall we before the uh deputy come <laughs> i guess the i guess joe is yeah, a deputy I think right we could definitely get out of here yeah joe's a deputy yes. That's a okay. that's a skedaddle. Hey, real quick, Oliver. Yes. I just want you to know I appreciated your cage joke. Oh, wow! Thank you very much. All right, the assembled get back together as there's only a few hours before they have to leave for Reno. Oh, this is going to look very bad. <laughs> yeah, the fact that we're skipping town after uh, a man that was uh, definitely framed for murder, that definitely, I mean, totally, definitely did all those murders all by himself, definitely for sure, um, escaped, and we're running away too, and we're the new people, and yep, it's gonna look great. Also, along this drive, Oliver's gonna be much less and less, like, thrilled about the idea of getting revenge. Because Interesting. Because he, he recovered sanity and no longer has that megalomania. Interesting. That That's the one that you're losing for it? I, I assume the highest, the most extreme one is lost first. No, you just choose one. Uh, yeah, so I think I think the people are puppets is the first thing to go. Is he's like, because I th th feel like that, that makes sense with him. So you've just realized human, human caring. Remember genuine, hu uh, genuine human attachment. 
Yeah, and so now he's like, uh, this is... Mm. Uh, freaking introspection messing with your game. Ugh. He's going to go into the whatever poker game or what, whatever is going on there in a very bad, like, headspace. One, he's just been, like, losing streak. And two, he's no longer, his heart is no longer in it. Okay. Fal so is any- going to be glancing around very confused as to why everybody's very quiet. Oh, how much did you tell the other two about your adventure? Yeah, Vincent has been waiting on the edge of his seat. Like, he's he's not eaten. Mo, if you want to fill him in. I sure will. Vincent's just about to blow a gasket. I look over at his truth and narrow my eyes, knowing that of course I'm not about to blow a gasket. Well, first of all, it doesn't look like you've eaten. You look like you're about to pass out. Do not make me get southern on you. Um, I'm doing just fine, Murph. Don't worry lies, lies, and slander. Look, it's just, I mean, we do I gotta say it out got loud? punched in the face. Yeah, yeah, Oliver definitely got punched in the face. Give me a, give me a, a, a oh, wits plus brawl, Vincent. <laughs> you know what people getting punched in the face looks like. Four. Yeah, he did not get punched in the face. He did not get punched at all. It just looks like he's been crying. <laughs> <laughs> Don't I... rat me out. Don't rat me out. <laughs> this is I... what the bro code really is. <laughs> Telling people that your that your friend got punched in the face when he's really been cry crying about his dead wife. I, I don't say anything. I, I look over him for I, my gaze lingers for like a half second long, and then I say, uh, "Yeah." Um, Murph, I, I don't know if I've got to say this out loud, but that man, he helped us pick up after what happened out there in the wilderness. He, uh, he didn't deserve what I did to him, and I felt like I owe him, and uh, I'm worried. Quick hey. question. Is this in the car with everybody around, or is this elsewhere this, before the drive? This is while loading up the car. Okay. Yeah, no, okay, so everybody is, is around? Yes, everyone is around loading up the vehicle, which I think okay, you're well, taking, Jamie's? Probably. Got all is... my stuff. I don't like being away from my stuff. Well, actually, it might not, it might not be more reliable than Val's car now. Turns out the Drunk Eaton did a great job of fixing, of fixing yours up. Yeah, but, but it's got more space for people. Got more people space. Did we ever check that Eaton's not overdosing on stuff? I hope that Oliver and Murph have been on top of that. You haven't been able to find him the last few days. Oh, uh, great. Okay. To be fair, we kind of had bigger fish to fry. So Jamie's going to put Vincent out of his misery and let him know that, you know, that he has uh, escaped. He punched Oliver and escaped. I guess he, he what? He escaped. I... He distracted uh, me and Murph and told us to go get a book. And we went and got him a book and came back. He had escaped. Well, well, hell, what's the, what's the, what was the book? It was a Bible. You want it? Looks like it's seen better days. Oh, Jesus Christ. Literally. <laughs> of course well, it was a fucking bible give it here I, I mean I don't think that he is likely to be carrying around an ordinary bible I'd be shocked if it wasn't something weird like everything else in this town does it feel weird to you I hand it to you so you're looking over this bible it got a bunch of little burn marks it got some weird wear points on it 
It's got this leather cover, a few drops of dried blood on the back, and there's a bullet hole that goes halfway through it. And a bunch of pages dog-eared. It is seen quite sometimes. Looking through the pages, there's some seemingly random passages underlined. Yeah, it seems like it's seen some shit. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna put that in my bag and uh I'm gonna plan to spend some of the next few nights that I don't know if I'm gonna be able to sleep anyway. Thun through uh especially the things that he's got underlined and annotated and seeing if I can't make some sense of them. But also during all this, knowing that of course Oliver wasn't punched in the face, I'm going to kind of look up and give him like a half grin because I think he let it I Vincent thinks that Oliver let him go. Oliver's and, not going to disabuse you of this notion. Yeah. <laughs> I I think that Vincent has like kindling of respect <laughs> for Oliver brewing. And uh, yeah, I give him sort of a weird half smile, like uh, some tiny, tiny measure of my guilt has been relieved. <laughs> Oliver, when you give him that, gives you just like, uh, looks over at Murph, makes sure she's not watching and gives you a nod. <laughs> like, yep. Definitely what I did. Okay. He's, uh... Well, I suppose what what he does now is, uh... It's on him. And, uh... The can hang man ain't here. My thoughts exactly. All right. Great. Uh, After all that work we did. No, 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 no. This... Well, Val, if... They don't think 13 did nothing. If the man they think did something ain't around here, right? Ain't nobody going to suffer for it. That's a situation I'm seeing, but I'm sure it'll fuck up itself somehow while we're gone. Exactly. All right. Well, it was all tied up after all the work we did. But, uh, you know, well, I, whatever. Not I, I really I honestly don't care. I'm uh, I go ahead and pat Val on the, the back feeling just a, a smidge lighter. And uh, I'll. I'll toss my bag in the vehicle. And I believe you guys get headed on the road. Yep, after all the work we did. Yep, we all did it and all equally share guilt. Yep. <laughs> I, I mean, I definitely did the most. <laughs> Let's see. Intelligence plus either insight or... Academics or occult, depending on what kinds of things you want to know about about what was uh, written in these passages. All right, and uh, just to clarify, if I wish to continue doing this and uh, those skills progress, for instance, at, due to me wanting to learn about it, I might be able to repeat this role later. Yes. Yes. All right, that's uh, two on this first one. So the passages all seem to be relating to people whose stories were about being misled, either by, by greed or pride or vanity, or sometimes just a blind desire to help someone. This guy was sure as hell interested in Samson. Yes. That's what you get out of it so far. It is about people that have been, been lied to and misled, and it led to their ruin. All right, I'll uh, keep an eye on that. Lots of, lots of notes in Genesis, too. <laughs> yes. But as, as to why he wanted you to read these particular passages, or, or whether this was for you, or what he was trying to figure out, 
not entirely sure yet. It'll it'll take some more reflection. Oh, and by the way, was that a cult or academics or insight? Uh, that one was a cult right there. Okay. I got my there one is, pip. There is also a focus on demons. Ooh, all right. Okay. Let me see if I can put some of this together later on down the line. Okay. Long trip. Vince is reading in the car. Matt, have Jamie give me a wits plus drive roll to stay out of trouble on the uh, somewhat unusual road. So, not far out of town, just a, a little ways on, there is a handsome older man, maybe 50, in an old blue raincoat. Is it a famous blue raincoat? You've never heard of it before, but it is torn at the shoulder. And he appears to be hitchhiking. All right. Now we pick him up. Wait, wait, we, we don't have Jamie. to. Jamie. 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 No, Jamie. God, Jamie. Jamie, stop. please, no. No, don't stop. Drive. <laughs> we stop. Pardon my French. Oliver rolls the window down. Well, hello there. Where you headed? He waves and he, and he says, uh, felt like heading into Reno for the weekend. You guys moving out anywhere towards that way? No. Man, that's amazing. Are, are we? <laughs> are we that's much? exactly where, we where we're going. Oh, nope. Yes, nope. Right. Nope. nope. Definitely not. Nope. Uh, Val is just putting her head in her hands. I mean, at this point, in a, in a genuinely lighter mood and not in a, in a place to fear most people, Vincent is kind of smirking. I throw something uh, at the back of his head. I, I cough, laugh. <laughs> so he says, my name is Patrick. Patrick Iman. Patrick Iman. Okay. Come on, let's go. Uh, we, you see, we have too much stuff. Um, I don't think we fit another person. Jamie. You want to roll to a subtle influence me? <laughs> I don't know if that was subtle, but sure. Well, pose, pose, it's subtle uh, in my book. Charisma plus passive aggression. Oh, wait, what's that? Uh, persuasion. Charisma persuasion yes. tests. It's it's definitely got to be Jamie rolls insight versus persuasion. No, because insight would help Jamie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Jamie, you're, you're rolling power. rolling composure plus persuasion. Okay. With an yeah. extra plus three to it. Plus three dice. Yes. Okay, I got to roll three more dice. You can willpower up to one, two, three, four, five, up to six. Have you spent any willpower so far? Nope. Um, I'm gonna do three and bless myself. All right. Nope. Oh my god. Did wow. you watch? Is that a botch? Yeah, that's a that is a No, it's a no, fail. No, it's a fail. It's a fail. Yeah, it's just just a regular old fail. That was walk. one. So I have three total and you have three total actually. I roll two dice for paradox. Zero successes. Let's you go. You gain a paradox. Alright, I gain a paradox, but we did tie in terms of successes. So what happens? Does that mean oh, she you got your point across or no? No, you, you got enough ones to, to negate your success. Just yeah, you, kidding. You, you got zero successes, yeah. Jamie, for a second there, you think that she, that she might might be right, and then you look back, and, oh, actually, there is one seat that's just fine and open. It's just got Oliver, like, tries to put his bag on it really quick. <laughs> <laughs> no, we got enough room. Come on in. I just feel uh, compelled uh... to point out that that was, what, thir- 13 dice, and I got three successes? The gods must want you to pick this guy up. Anyway, Patrick opens the door and a door and hops in. So, you're head to Reno too? 
I've, I've seen you around town a little. Uh, tell me about yourselves. Well, I'm a prospector, and these are my friends. Prospector? Yeah, you know, go mining for tourmaline. Al is trying to give Jamie a look like, shut up. <laughs> and he nods and kind of smiles as you're driving on. Hey, were you the ones that found that uh, big supply of uh, tourmaline a little while back? Is that news? I heard that someone in town had come across something like that. Uh-huh. I heard something about it. What are they saying about those folk? Uh, Last I heard, they were ruggedly handsome. <laughs> depends on who, uh, who they is. Angela, uh, she just says it's been really good for, good for business. Uh, says that uh, one of them keeps on losing money at her, at her establishment, and, uh, well, that sells drinks. Ah. Uh. One one superficial willpower damage. <laughs> so, I guess if you're if you're out here for the gems, didn't find any, then what keeps you here? Val is giving a very pointed <laughs> look. Like if you say anything about the lab, there will be consequences. <laughs> okay, give me a charisma. S- oh, this that's a yeah, that's that's manipulation subterfuge innuendo. See if you can get your point across without saying anything. Or if Jamie's thick head will allow uh, allow her to power through this conversation, oblivious okay, no. to everyone's objections. It's not going to be good either way, but I tried. One success. That's okay. I don't talk about the lab. Okay. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. I, it's not that I'm a blabbermouth. It's just that I don't know most things when and what to say. But there's some things I definitely know not to talk about. So I don't talk about some things. Okay. I'm good. <laughs> Yeah, this is well. What's what's keeping you here? What's why why this city? I think the better question is why are you headed to Reno? I've been working on my house for six months. Been getting kind of lonely. He smiles and he says, "There are some lovely people in our town, but see the same faces every day for a better part of a year, and oh, sometimes you just want to go to town." Have we seen this guy in town? Give me a good question. Good question. With streetwise, you definitely never had a conversation with him. Uh, five successes. Yeah, yeah. This guy, you actually did see him playing the violin at Angela's one night, and he was spectacular. Oh, nothing unusual about it, but it did get everybody, uh, everybody motivated and and going and. He read some old poems, and there's got to be some. Somebody's got to have talent to get a room full of miners to listen to his poetry. Yeah, for sure. And I, I feel like I Oliver would have looked into that. Can I retroactively have done a my ritual of read the room? Yes, but a minus three because you were real drunk at the time. Yeah, that makes sense. You were so real drunk, rolling, uh, drunk and quite busy losing. Wits insights minus three. Yes, three successes. What do you want to know about? Basically, who, who's this guy, and why is he so good at music, and why is he in town? So, like, why is he here and not at you know Juilliard or something? He seems like the kind of person that just got tired of it. wasn't so much running from anything except for a propensity to cause too much bullshit. Uh, just wanted to, to to be on his own. Okay. Uh, I, I think at some point during that evening, uh, Oliver bought him a drink. And having remembered this, 
I was fibbing to you early. I wanted to see what you really thought, but we we are the people who got all that tomarine. Val's giving oh, him a jab, Oliver, <laughs> in the ribs because I'm sitting next to him. Does he believe me? He nods and he says, "I thought that might might have been the case." And he sees the jab in the ribs, and he's like, "You know, I'm just making conversation. If if you guys want to lie to me about stuff, you can do that too. I don't care. I just you know." Just here to talk. Were any of you at the at the ball when he was playing? Or was that just me? Just you and some miners. Oh yeah, he was excellent. You didn't happen to bring any of your instruments with you, did you? That's an expensive violin. You're not gonna bring it down. Go gamble. Makes sense. Uh anyway, we're we're on a we're headed down to Reno to gamble ourselves. So uh we're you're in good company. Yeah. What's your uh motivation to head out? I mean, unless you're gambling all your uh, all your riches away. That, that doesn't sound like a good plan to you. <laughs> like just they can be a burden. Sometimes we're better off without them. No, we've got a, a portion of it's tucked away, so we can continue to eke by. But we we plan on risking some of it to possibly get more. Sounds like a plan. Either you come home a winner, or you come home lighter. Would you like a slushy word just about to pass that place? He looks over and uh, over and says, Yeah, yeah, that sounds great. Hey, what happened there? The place looks like shit. So strange. Weird. I've never seen I've never seen the lack. He says, Yeah, I'll I'll run and run and grab him. Can I get get you guys anything? Yeah, I'll uh get one some of those uh, gas station Twinkies that they got him. Got it. Yeah, let's get some call snacks. I give him money or, or go in with him. He uh, forswears the money and he says, you guys doing me a favor. Well, I suppose we are giving you a ride. That makes sense. He heads in and drive off while he's, while he's in the gas station. That would be smart. <laughs> <laughs> Oliver isn't advising for it. Anybody say I, anything to that effect? I was hoping to get you guys all caught up on my nemesis and all before and i would prefer not to talk about it in the car but we'll we'll have some time before we meet her anyway is this all right all right oliver i, I guess i gotta ask this question is this where are we meeting because i kind of like i know there's etiquette to this whole thing i assume we're meeting in like the back of a like a restaurant or something like a, a shady gambling place not like a legitimate gambling place so not fancy maybe fancy i don't know it's it's up to Elf. I, I, I'm leaving this part oh, of my backstory um, up to you him. Are, you are meeting in one of the formerly glamorous sort of off-the-strip casinos. Okay. One of the ones that the, uh, that the, the flow of people, the tide of people, has, has, uh, has moved away from, leaving it in some sort of, uh, sort of a shambled 50s, uh, 50s faded glory. Very fancy, but really worn carpet. Yes. <laughs> so uh, Oliver will tell you. Uh, it's called Lily's Diamond. So we're going to be doing our job at the, the Lily Diamond. Well, I guess I'm prepared for anything, at least. Yeah, it's a, it's a fancy place. I used to see it in its heyday. It's gone a little bit downhill, but it's a good place to do business because there's less people. Oliver, are you going to need anything from me while we're there? Or am I just... Uh... Just a Stand reassuring around. presence. Yeah, reassuring. 
for you. And you make me feel better. You are also a reassuring presence, but I hope that you will stick very close to me. Uh, oh, the master plan that I would like to lay it down before that man gets back. As, What's that? As you see, Patrick is, is now making the other uh, purchases. All right, here's my plan. It might be a dumb one, but hear me out. What if I was able to convince them to let me be your dealer? You can try, but <laughs> I feel like they'll want someone from the building, a third party. Probably, but I'm pretty convincing, right? And then I could just feed you all the cards you need. I was hoping to use your less obvious gifts. You don't want to like um, what's 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 one of those movies? Oh, like... do you know what you can dress up? <sighs> I thought you would never ask. And Patrick yeah. walks back to the car. <laughs> uh, we we hoosh hoosh hoosh. <laughs> I, um, I very ba- badly say I think I need more water. Mm. Can you get a couple of bottled waters, please? Sorry to impose. Give, give, hold on, give give me a luck die, one d ten. Actually, no, I'm sorry. No, no, the, uh, he, he, he goes, goes through one of the bags and pulls out a gallon jug of water. I got you. Don't worry. Perfect. Thanks. Right smart purchase. <laughs> How lucky. He, he, he looks and he says, did you need me to go back in to grab something else for a second? I did. That's, that's it. Yeah. All right. He hands, hands in the, uh, the stuff through the door and he goes back and shops around. All right, Why are now, we not now driving we can away? Leave. I like I like this guy. <laughs> I like him a lot. Oliver jokes that now we can leave, but then it's like, wait, no, no, no. I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> we can I'm leave. Not. We have the snacks. By the way, two giant bags full of you know your standard road trip deliciousness. I have a Twinkie. Yay, junk snacks. Oh, did I get my pixie sticks? Actually. The old the Twinkie is the only standard off the shelf candy that's there. All the rest is the owner's homemade variety from uh, the candy shop. Now, now thirty years older. <laughs> no, no, the candy is fresh. Oh, I I understand that her power would protect the candy. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, they, they she just made more. Ah, oh. <laughs> Can uh, candy even decay? Yeah. Uh, some yeah, dude. Chocolate it can get weird. Yeah, and the other stuff gets hard and and uh, I yeah, think honey is the chocolate. only one that's like almost age immune. Oh no, honey can turn crystally. Honey can yeah. crystallize. Well, it crystallizes, but then it's like still honey. Yeah. By the way, guys, uh, what happened to the gas station? It does look weird, right? Yeah. Remember when we had to leave? We thought there was a gas leak. Uh huh. I'm assuming it's there might still be a gas leak. That's what made the building look old? Hey, I don't understand any of that. That's not Do you want an Oliver-esque answer, or do you want a real answer? A uh, real, and an I also, also appreciate Oliver's opinion. Well, let's let Jamie go first. Okay, well, I would say that just to guess, somehow the facade of this building and all of the things here were caught up in some sort of, I don't know, Time nexus or decay nexus, whatever you want to call it, something triggered something to make it start to fall apart in some sort of really rapid fashion while we were here last. Yeah, I I saw the paint peeling off the walls in front of me. It was very strange. Was there anything weird going on with you fellas in front? 
I look at Val and Jamie because he said fellas. Uh, Y'all. Huh? Wait, wait, was there anything strange going on with you? I was just on the phone. No. Okay. No, I don't remember. Uh, well, the woman giving the candy was kind of fucking weird, but hey. Patrick is, by the way, sitting on is sitting on the curb. Uh, <laughs> blue sky that ha- it has a few interesting cloud formations and smoking a cigarette. Should we plan oh, now or let him get point. inside? Are you guys ready to go? He's pulled out a, a small book and is writing some stuff into it. Yeah, this is rude. We can plan later. Uh, Patrick, we're, we're ready. Thank you very much for be, uh, reading the situation so well. He nods and walks in over and hops, hops in the car. Says, you sit here or sit there? All the same to me. Jamie, shall we away? Let's go. Okay. You drive off into the east. And Patrick is asking a. It seems like he's asking some of the some like the most vague and innocuous questions that you can about like largely inconsequential uh, events in your past. Sounds like a job for Oliver. It's interesting that he always asks questions that you could interpret as an opening to talk about your life or feelings or or a or some sort of deeper a deeper connection but could also be answered easily with chit chatty bullshit i definitely go for chit chatty bs uh 90% of the time but then once just to check because uh oliver's been feeling that something's been off this last week <laughs> this last 3 days uh he tries to drop some like honest to goodness truth and it like goes poor poorly i assume what is the honest to goodness truth that, that you get into I think he's just like talking about he asked something about like what kind of jobs have you done? And Oliver's like, Well, I've done a lot of work from coast to coast. Not quite from Cape to tip, but uh it all felt kind of meaningless to be honest. Uh that I understand. I uh, Oliver looks shocked. <laughs> he says I I was a singer in in Chicago. Uh, for, oh, 20 years. You know, just local shit. But we would be, we'd be play, playing just about every night, and, uh, you know, sometimes we would fill a decent size, a size room. It would, enough to make a living, not, not anything you'd call famous, but playing for drunks. And sometimes you can just tell that no one's really listening, and you just realize uh, there's no point. I apologize for being so inebriated when you started playing. I do recall it being quite enchanting. No, no, no. Sometimes I go to, uh, so I can play for the drunks. Uh, nostalgia. Oh, that, I understand. Sometimes I have the desire to sell something that nobody wants. <laughs> so everything. Hey. <laughs> no need to get snippy. Hey, I'm still mad at you. Understandable. Patrick raises raise an eyebrow at that. He says, there's a lot of interesting stories in this car. Oh, don't worry about it. It's just an old flame. He, like, Oliver winks at him. Uh, Val's face just trying to get under Val's skin. <laughs> Val doesn't get angry. She goes, beat red. <laughs> and starts sputtering. <laughs> he says, oh, I didn't mean anything by it, Val. Shut the fuck up. He nods, and he, and he says, It's as complicated as you like it to be. I do like a bit of complication, to be frank. This is my hell. <laughs> <laughs> Val 
putting her face her face in her hands like making like that sound when somebody can't quite process what's happening the tina moan uh... i, I know <laughs> that like that. really well patrick has looked on his face of there is nothing i can say to make this any better so i am going to say nothing uh, uh knows doesn't know, does not know that <laughs> that skill uh, <laughs> is just absorbing all of this and is is vaguely bemused by everything while he's kind of thumbing at the Bible with mm. his sunglasses half on. And uh, sometimes he'll just roll the window down and uh, let his hand ride the breeze for a second, feeling a little bit easier about everything, but hasn't been any sense of conversation that he's feel, felt the need to join in on. After about five minutes of incredibly awkward silence. Patrick looks over at, uh, at Vincent and he says, Hey, so... So it seems like you are uh, religiously minded? Looking for some, uh, something in there? Hmm. Nods over at the Bible. You say I'm looking for something in there. Don't know if it's God or not. There's 5,000 years of history in there. More than just God. Shit, even, some of it might even be true, right? Well, it, somebody wrote it. Somebody's yeah. truth. Mm-hmm. And even if the stories aren't real, it tells you something about, about the person who wrote them. Fair enough. What do your stories tell about you, friend? Oh, there's not a whole lot. I used to sing. I used to travel. I used to be always searching for life. Something to make me feel more real, more alive. And one day I realized that Seeing new things isn't what makes you feel like you're alive. It's just having an authentic moment with yourself. And that's too hard to find when you are constantly surrounded by the noise. Oh, so, you know what they say about life, right? I've heard that they say a few things, but I'm all ears. Life is what happens while you're too busy working. He smiles and he says, I guess so. I'm not busy now, and it's been a good, it's been a good year. I'll say that much at least. Maybe it's not the way the way that I'm going to live forever, but it's good for now. Well, good for you, friend. I'll be happy to get back into the city for a minute. I think I've done a done come down with a case of a little bit too much living lately. He nods and he say, and he says, uh, eh, "Any thoughts on that?" Hmm. Just that. Uh... There is a certain serenity to be found in bullshit if it's a, if it's a break and it ain't a sea of bullshit, I suppose. He nods and he says, ah, there's something there. And you guys pass the next six hours of driving. Some of you talking a fair deal. Others of you uh, sitting there in variable mo- modes of silence. Uh, I definitely at some point or another do that thing, you know, where you hug like a person's arm to Oliver and, like, lean my head on his shoulder and take a nap. Okay. Yes. Oliver gets real stiff. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> and then, when he, when he gets out of the car, definitely has a cramp. Yep. And you guys arrive at the parking lot of Lily's Diamond. It is a small hotel and casino by today's standards. You know, it has over 50 rooms, and it was quite the destination in 1957. Did we drop off Patrick? He was just going to uh, to wherever, so uh, he tries to 
read the room in terms of whether he should uh, stay at this particular hotel or head on to the strip. Oliver will basically just honestly be like, well, where do you want to be dropped off? I understand that other people may be like, this person should not be with us. <laughs> who is giving the let's hang out with Patrick vibe? And who is giving the get this guy the fuck out of here before before he blows our game vibe? I'm, I'm giving the Pat's fine vibe. Pat, he can stick around or leave. He's cool. Val's giving the why the fuck is he still here vibe. <laughs> why have we not shot this guy in the back of the head and dumped him in the desert? Because that's what we do now, right? Okay. Hey. <laughs> she was more of a Steelers kind of gal. We were off thinking it. <laughs> all right. He seems to be having a difficult time reading Val, uh, reading Val, who has been awkwardly silent the entire time. He can tell that she's uncomfortable, but can't tell what's making her that way. Uh, all of her. Uh, so he stops. He says, "Hey." I'm going to uh, get myself a room on the third floor, I think. The Th- third floor looks nice. I'll leave the number uh, up at the desk for you guys if you want to stop in. Otherwise, I guess I'll see you uh, around. Sure does. You should join us for a drink later. If you're ever down on the casino floor, we can play around with blackjack. He says, uh, yeah, just let me know. Call up my room. Both sounds lovely, actually. If you leave a note for me, I will find you. And he steps out the car and it hustles across the parking lot. Why must they always leave on an ominous note? <laughs> oh, well, I thought that was a gay something. <laughs> I thought he was like making a pass at you. Did oh, I read think that so? wrong? <laughs> Oliver is just like, really? So. <laughs> then, like, look, looks, looks at himself in the mirror and is like, damn straight. Val <laughs> makes a I mean, choking noise. To be fair, Oliver is terribly attractive. Val makes a much <laughs> louder choking noise, like, oh god. <laughs> so does Oliver. Yeah, ruggedly <laughs> so. Ain't that right, Oliver? <clears throat> I wish we should get go 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 get a room, yes. So as you're getting out, there is someone in a heavy leather puff coat and cargo pants leaning against a wall with a hat covering his face, a baseball cap. Mm. And as you guys are about to walk in, he walks over to you, and it's Eaton. Take me down to the final decision, and the world will break apart today. And the world will break apart. Alright, welcome to Umbligo del, del Diablo, a 5th edition mage game about a little town in the middle of nowhere, slowly dying in the desert, and our four brave adventurers also slowly dying in the desert, and we shall introduce them now. Uh, I think there's five of us. F- I said five. You Back said five minus one. Fix it in post! <laughs> Damn you! Don't do this to me! (laughs) Hey, I mean, uh, brave is a little bit generous for some of us. (laughs) True. Intrepid. 